Happy Monday, ladies and gentlemen. The week is upon us, but you know what? You're going to tackle it. You're going to defeat it. I've got some Monday motivation for you with the Picture Lock PR After Show. I'm going to be talking with Sharon Lewis, the director of Brown Girl Begins. This is a really great episode if you have a niche film. Sharon shared some... Sharon shared. That's a... That's a Sharon shared some great information and... I think you guys will really get a lot of value out of it. And then also, she asked a great question from me, which is how to get film critics to review your film. So you definitely want to listen to this episode. It's going to be packed with good information in a short amount of time. So I'm going to get into that right after this promo. Thanks for listening, guys. What if you could have a film critic, film festival director, film publicist, and fellow filmmaker guide you with your film's PR and marketing journey from pre-production to post? I'm Kevin Sampson, and my online course, PR for the Indie Filmmaker, does just that. In this course, I'm going to teach you how to set up your film to engage an audience and build a community long before you call action. I'll show you how to approach critics to make them aware of your film like publicists do, And as a director of two film festivals, I won't just teach you hacks and secrets to reduce entry fees, but how you can use the festival circuit to create buzz around your film. I'm a huge supporter of diverse storytelling and film, and I believe the most unique voices come from indie filmmakers. That's who I've supported over the years with my show, Picture Lock, whether on TV or on radio. With as much experience as I've had as an independent filmmaker myself, critic, publicist, and festival director, I realized that most indie filmmakers just need access to the knowledge that big firms provide to achieve success. So in this course, I'm going to demystify some of the process and give you everything I know in a behind-the-scenes look at the sides of the business you don't always see. So if you're an indie filmmaker that's looking to change the game with your film's PR and marketing, make sure you check out PR for the Indie Filmmaker. Head on over to PRForTheIndieFilmmaker.com and get a free preview of the course, PR for the Indie Filmmaker. Get your film seen, build community, and become an army of one. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? This is the Picture Lock PR After Show. I have just been talking with Sharon Lewis, the writer-director of Brown Girl Begins. Sharon, thanks so much for sticking around. Kevin, happy to do so. All right, so uh, we got three questions that we go through, two for you, one for me. The first question that I want to ask you is, what's the biggest thing you feel you've done right and engaging the public and marketing your film? I so love this question because we made a purposeful decision to market this film to a niche audience. And that came after listening to Ava DuVernay. She was like, do not be like, this is for the whole world, and da, 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 if it isn't. And I really, <laughs> really honed in on the Caribbean diaspora and honed in on um, young black women. So our whole social media campaign was targeted to those communities like black nerds and um, nerd girls and black women who read and all of these sort of, you know, uh, um, groups that we knew would be 
particularly interested in this film. And so we didn't just go to the general sci-fi, we went to black sci-fi groups. So we marketed in a niche way, and we made sure all our screenings were in cities where those populations are well represented. That we did so well. Wow. You know, I think that that is incredible information. So targeting the niche market that speaks directly to your film, which I think in many ways, you know, people would say, oh, that's a no brainer. But I do think that a lot of times when we create a film, because we want people to see the film, we want to try to, you know, do these broad strokes and, you know, we play the social media game and trying to, you know, figure out what posts might get the most likes or shares or whatever. But um, I think that's great advice just to hone in on the, the market that you're really trying to serve. Yeah, and then they become your marketer, right? Because right. then they tweet about it. They get excited about it. So they do the, you know, the sort of heavy lifting for you. That is awesome. All right, so what's the biggest lesson that you've learned from your mistakes in engaging the public in marketing for your film? I would say that I didn't really push the, um, the, the people in the film who already have a name. So, for example, there's an international Calypsonian star who has a cameo. His name is David Rudder. I think in the Caribbean we could have really, really pushed the fact that he has a cameo in the film and that would have attracted an audience. And then we have a super diva, opera diva, soprano singer, Misha Berger-Ghostman, who has international appeal. And I think we could have used her more to push our film in Europe because she has a very big international presence in Europe. So I think that's something, looking back, I mean, it's not too late, but those are two key elements of really using the talent in the film to push the film. One, I always appreciate when people answer that question because, you know, who likes to talk about mistakes? But I think that's a great lesson Mm -hmm. in terms of, you know, a lot of times with us as filmmakers, once we kind of break into, oh, wow, I actually have a star in my film, I think a lot of times the default is make sure that the star is propped up, that they, like, know I'm professional. So you're, like, on your P's and Q's and trying to make sure that, you know, they're appeased and, you know, have a good time and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But how many times do we actually think about the star signed on for the film? So the star actually wanted to be a part of the film and so why not ask them to go a little further? Hey, can you push this out on your social media or whatever the case may be? I think that's a great advice. Yeah, totally. And also, I think, you know, in retrospect, really trying to put aside some money, even though it's hard when we're indie filmmakers, to bring them out, like to fly them out to certain festivals or to fly them out to, you know, certain um uh, American film markets or European film markets because their presence is a big deal. Yeah, I think that's a great point because, you know, sometimes as a festival director myself, sometimes a festival cannot afford to fly everybody out, but, you know, I love it when filmmakers, you know, take ownership for their film and they're trying to make sure, like, either they buy up tickets for, you know, their cast and crew or, like you were just suggesting, being able to fly them to whatever uh, festival. I think that says a lot about you as a director, um, just in terms of like, hey, this is your baby, you take it serious, and you're trying to put your best foot forward. 
But then also, like you said, you're just able to have that name that comes and, you know, participates in what I like to call your film's journey, the story of the journey from, you know, when you were producing it to now in post-production and you're making your festival rounds. So that's great advice. All right, so the last part, you get to flip the script on me. Is there any question that you have for me and the capacity of all that I do? Yeah. Okay, so I feel like we've been really successful in marketing the film and getting publicity and all of that. But what we have found really difficult is getting the film reviewed. You know, I I, I knew this was going to be your question. Um, and really? I, yeah, I, I did because because I can tell the film is such, it is a niche film, right? So, you know, it's yes. Afrofuturist film. And then on top of that, you know, the lead, it's, you know, Caribbean. So, like, one, yeah. so I'll start with this. One, um, I think that what folks always have to do is look for, so we all have, like, um, film critic bodies. So I'm a part of the Washington, D.C. Area Film Critics Association, um, the right. North Carolina Film Critics Association. So you can find these websites, and you can find all the critics that are um, members of whatever body it is. Right. And so from there, unfortunately, this is going to take some work, but everything takes work if you really want it to mm-hmm. succeed. But from there, you can find out their information. You can hit everybody up with an email and say, hey, this is our film. You know, it has this star in it. We've made, you know, these different uh, film festivals we've been selected in or won in and all that kind of stuff. Would you be interested in seeing a screener? One of the things that I always suggest is not only ask about, hey, would you like to review the film, but put the password for the uh, password protected screener in the email so that like it makes it that much easier. If they get curious, like they see the trailer, they're like, ah, I might actually want to check that out. Make sure that that's there so it's not like they have to come back to you for it. So um, that way, if they do respond, and they're like, yeah, I'm going to check this out. They already have, you know, the screening link and the, you know, the password. I would definitely put a password on it so that they could do a review for it. But I do think, much like you were saying, just in terms of going niche marketing, you also have to find the niche uh, film critic. So, you, you know, depending on um, the subject matter, I definitely think, like, identifying black critics uh, and maybe you find their background there they're from the Caribbean um, that would mm-hmm. help and so kind of like making sure that you find somebody because for me personally <laughs> if you come to me with the and I'm not saying that this is a soft story but if you come to me with like the hey you know we've been trying to get somebody to check this film out there is something about a human story and a human behind Uh, the film reaching out and saying would you please review this that like most of the time I'm like okay I'll do that if I don't do it the very least I'll have you come on the show so I think a lot of times it's just about the the ask and finding the right person because you're right a lot of us are we're out here we're trying to eat anyways (laughs) so uh, (laughs) so so that's that's that would be my advice on that thanks Kevin My pleasure. Well, Sharon Lewis, writer-director of Brown Girl Begins. Thanks so much for sticking around on the after show. This has been awesome. This is truly awesome.